Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, what's up? And welcome to a bonus episode of Serious Issues, which is a weekly comic book podcast coming to you from King's Comics in Sydney. Um, each week, me, Levins, and my co-host, Siobhan, Hello. Uh, review the week's worth of comics, an entire week's worth of comics. But uh, this week, we're doing something a little bit different, doing a bonus episode, which is all about indie comics and, in particular, um, Sydney-based uh, zines, mm-hmm. uh, because King's Comics is going to be doing a zine fair uh, on the what's the date again? August sixth, Saturday, the sixth of August. Please um, come. <laughs> and so, what, what's going to happen on that on that day, Siobhan? Um, so we're going to have a bunch of really cool local creators, like some of the guys we're talking to today, um, from eleven a.m. to three p.m. selling their sweet zine wares. We will also be having a sale on indie comics as part of Buy Indie Comics Day. Um, that's twenty five percent off anything that isn't Marvel, DC. Image or Dark Horse. So that includes Manga, includes Boom, includes Valiant, um, Dynamite, a whole bunch of amazing stuff. So definitely come down and check it out because it will be in-store only. Sales not going to be online. Yeah. And uh, with us today, we have uh, two of the creators who have put together some of the titles that will be sold as part of the zine fair. Um, We've got Jonathan Valenzuela, who writes a um, a regular zine, a yearly annual zine Mm -hmm. called The Tilted Page. Hello. And uh, we've got Andrew Rolf, um, who's written a couple of zines. Uh, would you call them zines or mini-comics? Probably mini-comics, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, uh, one of them is called Catnapped, the other is called Oh Brother. We're talking about those today. Um, also with us, we've got um, Shane Tiderman, uh, known to others as Dodgy. Hello. Um, and uh, Shane <laughs> Shane r- uh, runs an uh, independent <laughs> comics-focused um, podcast called Flipside Focus, which is part of the Undercover Capes podcast network and uh, regularly writes uh, comic book reviews for Comic Crusaders as well. Um, so, yeah, I thought uh, it would be fun to kind of meet some of the creators uh, that you can buy the titles of uh, at, the, at the zine fair and kind of figure out what, what led you to, to making your own comics um, and... You know, maybe maybe you can do a bit of a sales pitch, make some make some hot dollars in advance. Yeah, um, guys, I've got I've got ten dollars. <laughs> Who wants it? <laughs> um, so yeah, I thought um, John and Andrew, I thought it'd be cool to kind of talk about your history with comics and what led to you creating your own. Uh, well, okay, I'll kick off. Um, this is John speaking. <laughs> uh, so, I've always been a giant fan of. Um, I guess what like newspaper format comics, like Sunday's Sunday funnies type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, strips. Yeah, strips. Like when I was a kid, my my grandparents had like lots of foot rot flats books and that kind of stuff. So I've really I've, I really fell in love with that like three panel gag format. Um, and then it was early two thousands, maybe around two thousand and 
before uh, the initial This Is Not Art Festival in Newcastle was taking place, or the inaugural uh, This Is Not Art Festival, and they were having a zine fair as well. And myself and three of my friends, which includes you, yeah, shit, Levins. I had forgotten that I used to draw comics. You're part of the origin story. Like, oh yeah, that's right. I used to draw comics, <laughs> and you're really damn good at it. Which is a damn shame you don't do it anymore. But um, yeah, myself and three of my friends got together and decided that we would make our own zine. Um, and we were all pretty big fans of comics. I think back then it was a lot more about web comics than necessarily like print issues, but because um, they're free. Yeah, exactly, um, and <laughs> some of them really top quality. Absolutely, but um, all the other the other three friends were all great artists. Um, I, however, cannot draw to save my life, and that's not an exaggeration. I literally cannot draw to save my life. Yeah, uh, you're you're once uh, held over a bridge yep, by someone. They're yep. like, draw your way out of this one, John. Yeah, and now and you're I'm, dead. I'm dead. <laughs> um, uh, but, however, at the time, I was really into this um, comic creator called David Rees, who uh, had a few webcomics back in the day. Uh, the most famous was Get Your War On, uh, but the other two were My New Fighting Technique is Unstoppable and My New Filing Technique is Unstoppable. <laughs> um, and he used clip art to make his comics. He had this kind of suite of clip art that he would make into characters. And uh, Get Your War On was like a really kind of dark bleakly funny look at the the Gulf War at the time, whereas my new fighting technique and my new filing technique were literally just these weird, incredibly funny, bizarre comics about office life and a kung fu dojo, respectively. Um, so I just went, well, well, shit, I don't need to draw. I just need to find clip art. Um, and yeah, I started raiding the internet and using Microsoft Word and MS Paint way back in the day to put these things together, which was a nightmare. But um, yeah, I just, and I love jokes. So it just, for me, it was an opportunity to almost make my own little kind of sketch show out of clip art, which... Um, and I think that's kind of the beautiful thing about comics. I mean, like Brandon Graham, um, who's one of my favorite comic creators, always says that like comics are the one thing, like if you have a pencil and you have some paper, you can make a comic book. You know, you don't need fancy, um, you don't need anything else really no, no, MS Paint MS Paint obviously I mean obviously you need MS Paint and access to Google Images you too can make a comic but you know like you can you can express things in that format yeah. that you can't express otherwise especially in the self-published world which Absolutely. is almost Definitely. entirely where zines and mini comics lie yeah you know you, there's no editor for, for, for John and Andrew they just do whatever the fuck they want and and, and, and put it on put it on paper and then, and then spend hours in office works trying to you know line it up correctly <laughs> looking back on some of my earlier ones though I really could have used an editor. <laughs> um, there are a few jokes back then that I'm kind of ashamed of making now, but that's all. About, that's all part of the process. Yeah. Um, Andrew, um, how about you? What led you to uh, to to catnapped? Oh uh, well, I used to um, make comics with a lot of friends in high school, um, and again, the, like like uh, John, those are like not for public consumption anymore. They're just <laughs> completely terrible. Um, but it's just something I've kept up with as a hobby. Um, just when I have uh, free time or I get an idea for something. Um, and yeah, it's just, well, I've been, yeah. So now basically I don't do like the short story kind of thing is if I get an idea, I kind of milk it for all it's worth. So I'm doing these kind of long series now, but yeah, it's, um, it's always something I enjoy doing because it's, um, a hobby that it'll, it results in me having, um, something to show for my time in the end. So it's just, yeah, that's it, just the way yeah. I like to spend that's my time. why I like time. baking, because at the end of the day, I right. have a cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've done yeah. something, you know? <laughs> don't, don't, yeah. don't spoil next week's <laughs> bonus episode, all right? <laughs> um, 
So I mean, like, yeah. I mean, we we, we every week on serious issues, and every every week when we go to the comic book store, we, we we read and review comics that have been sent to the printers, and you know, effortlessly, you know, ex- expertly, kind of printed and coloured and and glossily finishes and edited by someone. But in the self published comics world, you know, that's it's it's self published not just from the you know you're writing and creating everything, you're also producing it. Like that, you know, you're you're the one screen printing the covers, um, you know, painstakingly photocopying, stapling physically uh, against stapling. all odds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that is that something that that you guys in, enjoy, or is that the worst part of it? I I I have to admit that um, because all of mine are produced digitally, I literally just walk into Officeworks with a USB and go seven hundred <laughs> of these, please. <laughs> Fuck my shit up, and they, <laughs> and they print them. Um, I. Weirdly enough, I'm, I'm sure other people who make zines will think I'm crazy, but I like the stapling part. I like that <laughs> it's it's weird because it's this industrial process that you kind of streamline as you go. Like, oh, I can fold easier this way. Oh, I put it between a book and do that. Put the staples there. Like as I as I you know staple fifty copies of the zine. By the last ten, I'm just like bang 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 bang, bang, bang and it's done. Um, but yeah, it's just a nice kind of like switch your brain off, let your hands do all the work kind of thing. But um, yeah, I don't have that. I don't have that photocopying nightmare anymore, thankfully. Uh, sadly, though, my dad doesn't let me print at his office anymore, so I have to pay for everything now. Um, I have had a photocopying nightmare for the last month or so, trying to get stuff ready for the upcoming zine fair. Because um, previously, I was um, physically, I was photocopying my originals, pasting them on another bit of paper, photocopying them, make sure all, all that lined up, which uh, led to a serious deterioration of the image quality so I've now scanned the originals so the, the, the comics I'll be selling at the Zine Fair are all like restored versions of these older comics I've made awesome um, so everything looks great but it has taken me so long to get it lined up properly um, trips to office works back and forth I am literally afraid of going back there because I think they're just sick of seeing me now mm. um, and I have to go back on the weekend um, so it has been a uh, trying time, but I also I've, I, I enjoy doing it because I, I've um, I've heard of places where you can send the the your JPEGs to and they'll make a book of. But I really enjoy actually from you know soup to nuts making these comics all by myself. I can do anything I want with them. No one's stopping me. I mean, it can can be a bad thing sometimes, but yeah, I I, I enjoy it. I think that's I think that's a real like that struggle with the photocopier because I've had. I early on I had struggles with that and had a nightmare time in America when I was like can you turn these into A4 and they're like we don't understand what that means <laughs> no <laughs> but I think that's that's a really crucial part of the zine making that final hurdle of like because you know how to draw or use MS Paint you know you have the ideas you know how to put them on the page you know how to get them right but then that final struggle with technology of like you know, you printed 50 copies and you realize that one panel was the wrong way around. You're like, no! <laughs> like, that's, that's where you, like, that's where you make your bones as a zine maker, so to speak. Like, that's, that's the, that's the punk part of the struggle. I was, uh, I was the ultimate punk in our collaborative effort. There was, uh, I think at one, by, by the end of our, like, we, 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 we did the a, ultimate uh, punk. Oh, so yeah, the ultimate punk. That's, <laughs> that's what they used to call me. Um, but we, we, uh, we, John and I used to run a zine with, uh, it started up with two other friends, um, um, Jess and Tony called Sandwiches. Oh, 
Jed and was Jed, the OG member. Oh, Tony Jed, came on later. Jed and Jess. There we go. And we ended up ended up being six of us by the end. Yeah. And I was the most useless cog <laughs> in, the, in the uh in the in the clock that was our zine. In that John would go, okay, Levins, we're gonna do another another zine in two months from now. And I'd be like, okay. And then, <laughs> hey, John, uh, Levins, it's gonna be another month. Uh, you know, you should do your comics. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, it's next week, Levins. You know, and I remember the last two zines. He actually came to where I was the <laughs> night <right>. before <laughs> he had to print like three days before the zine fair. Or whatever and forced me to draw comics for him <laughs> and, uh, to the point where I was making him erase all my pencils and all that kind of stuff <laughs> that's right so yeah ultimate punk I don't understand why this team ended yeah. <laughs> I would love to co- uh, collect all, every comic I've done so far and make you photocopy them John you can have all the profits I, I probably still have all the, co- the comics you've ever done but um but uh Quick shout out to Twenty Four Hour Kinkos. Morning, you tell join you. Um, Sad that we. I think we were there at one o'clock in the morning at one point in time. Yeah, yeah. You, there's no way you can do that now, is there? No. Office no. work closed at midnight. Shout out to Office Works as well. No yeah. shout out to Office Work. Fuck Office Works. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> you do all my printing. <laughs> but I think, like, just going back to what you were saying before, that's one of the reasons why zines are so appealing and so nice. And like, I like that you seem, um, Andrew, you seem to have like hand printed the titles and things yeah. like that on it. And it's nice to get something that you really feel like that is exactly someone's vision encapsulated exactly as they wanted there's no yeah. editorial influence you get something that someone made that's really cool yeah it's a struggle I mean that this one in particular I was struggling to um, to do for another deadline and I at one point just decided I'll just do part one of this comic because I didn't see any way I could do it um, and then at one point I thought well no one is going to buy part one of a comic that's already a part one of a series so I just knuckled down and did as much as I can and had this idea that I wanted to um, stamp the covers with, with ink and yeah it took all of my free time but I, just, I was able to do it and I'm, I'm really proud of myself for, for being able to do that no, it's <laughs> you great. should be it's amazing <laughs> having a finished product of anything is, 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 is yeah. great and yeah. it seems such a yeah I'm like, I, I used to do a, a zine when I was uh, just out of high school called It's Very Pleasant Nice. And it was like it, it was just a four, 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 you know, two, two A four pages stapled in the middle, so eight eight pages all up, and uh, if I, I, you know, I would, I would photocopy it at like a, you know, I'd spend like twenty bucks photocopying a bunch of them and just give them to people for free, and I, I, even though it was something that had no, you know material worth it was so cool to have have done it and just to be able to give it to people and even though like one of the 40 people you'd give it to would actually read it yeah they, they would always get back to you like oh man this is really funny yeah you know, yeah good yeah or just going to their place and seeing it on their bookshelf and thinking oh wow i'm like next to james joyce or whatever like it's it's a, it's an all yeah it's, it's just a really cool thing mine, to- mine never got the heights of the bookshelf at best i got under a fridge <laughs> oh okay that's still pretty good i've been told that the tilted page is excellent toilet reading oh wow i've been over to friends houses mm. and been in the toilet and been like oh sweet you should do one. <laughs> i feel like I mean, that's good, good good jokes in this one that's mad high praise though oh super high yeah. praise. You should do that's a, what you do the best reading you should do a super right. issue called the toileted page <laughs> i like where you're going with this <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you have to add one one letter but you did a zine for your <laughs> wedding as well. That must that's been, right. Oh, that must yeah. have been tactic yeah. to fold into wedding preparation. That's yeah, I, yeah. That, that's What's, one of those things. Have you forgotten every zine you've ever made? <laughs> <laughs> it's a condition I have. Um, it's a uh, you know, it's, it's a thing that happens when you do three podcasts a week. <laughs> you forget everything else except your family. Um, sometimes, uh, yeah. I I made like an activity book for, for yeah, my, for yeah. My, for my, uh, and I did like a kind of parody of a Spider-Man cover as the of, with my wife and I getting married on the front. And Adorable. 
yeah, it is fun just, you know, printing and photocopying stuff. But I remember, like, yeah, trying to make that as effortless as possible. So I just took everything to the aforementioned horrible place that his office works. And I was just like, just you do it. And they were like, that'll be, you know, like... Oh, no, I, got, I went to an actual proper, proper independent printing place. Oh. And they charged me, like, $200 to, oh. to print a bunch of black and white A4 pieces of paper. And I was like, when, you, when you're, like, he- hectic in a wedding stuff, you're like, oh, whatever. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, uh, tell us quickly about about your comics, um, uh, Tilted Page. What, what what can you expect? Are you doing a new edition for uh, for the Zine Fair? Um, I'm not I'm not technically doing a new edition. What I am doing is um, over the eight issues of comics that I've done and handful of comics that I've put online, two characters kind of came about uh, called the Wine Cops, who are cops in charge of policing wine, mm. um, and they're, they're compelling. It's a, it's a real, it's a, it's mainly was just a vehicle. Like I invented them when I was working as a wine delivery guy, and it was just a vehicle <laughs> for all the horrible wine puns that I was thinking up at the time. Didn't was it? <laughs> did I inspire the wine cops? Because what didn't I suggest a wine, a wine comic to you in, in the first issue you did mm. about the, and it was like the liquid wood bottle. Oh no, that was um yeah yeah yeah. You had that comic that was like, hmm, this wine tastes oaky, real oaky. And <laughs> looks at the bottle, it's liquid wood. Um, <laughs> that was one of my yeah. That was junior executive produced by you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're these two. I've taken them on all these weird adventures. It's like it's it's kind of it's that real sort of hard bitten cop pulp sort of thing where you know the chief's always like get out of my office you lousy bums yeah. but they're just tasked with finding wine and prosecuting wine crimes so i'm gonna do a collection of all the strips up until now um that feature the wine cops because i realized they're all scattered in various places and no one's read all of them so i'm gonna do volume one and um and do one one new kind of story for them because where we left off last time they'd been fired from the police force and turned into vigilantes, nice um, kind of superheroes. So um, yeah, so I'm going to be doing Wine Cops Volume One and I'm going to be selling a bunch of back issues as well. I might even have some like some of our old zines to sell. Still. Oh wow, yeah. Cool. hell yeah! <laughs> I've been carting them around in a Xerox box for a decade now, so <laughs> all profits are mine. <laughs> Definitely, you printed them. <laughs> you stood over me as I. Ha- like frantically drew them. <laughs> um, Andrew, um, how about you? Yeah, I'll be bringing uh, my latest one, uh, Catnapped. Um, it's it's a few. It's about a month old now. It's a detective comic, kind of a comedy detective um, comic about a detective looking for a lost cat. Mm-hmm. Um, it is really funny. Oh, thank you. Um, and I've got another one called uh, Oh Brother. It's a, the first issue of Oh Brother, which I'm actually doing with a friend. Um, it's based in the world of 1984 by uh, George Orwell. Um, so that one is a comedy, or kind of a comedy, sitcom dystopia kind of one. And the one I haven't been able to bring tonight to, to this recording is a Western, um, just because Office Works had a problem with their printing sponsored podcast nice so um, that's a that's a that's a epic western comic that I that I drew uh, a couple of years ago which is uh, like over 60 pages quite long for me it took me like a year mm-hmm. um, but I'm proud of it uh, which is unusual for me because a lot of my work I just can't stand anymore so these are the <laughs> ones I'm really proud of so I think that's a mark of quality some, somewhat I'm buying the crap out of all of these it sounds awesome <laughs> and Siobhan who, who else is selling uh, comics on uh, at the Zine Fair um, so we're also going to have Lee Tran Lam who's a, a friend of 
else. friend of yours, yep. um, who I really only know from her, from her food blog, but I really like her blog. Yeah, so she doesn't so much do a comic book zine as she does a food zine and, mm. and travel zines. Um, yeah. She's an incredibly uh, meticulous and uh, creative take on like the uh, the photocopied format in that she has different pieces of paper and different different kinds of paper within her zines Ooh. and like you know like, awesome. like really you excited. know uh, photos kind of paper clipped on certain pages mm. and different clippings all, all throughout like it must take her forever mm. i would i would love to talk to her about her process of of how she uh, she actually you know, how much time she spends putting each issue together because it must be a marathon doing it i, I can tell you that more often than not because we've her and i've been doing the the sydney writers festival zine fair the mca one for about nine years now ten years and most of the time, she is still constructing her zine on the day. At the <laughs> like, still, still, you know, paper clipping stuff on and did stapling she, and all this did stuff. Did she make you erase the pencils? <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, no. It would have been a nice nostalgic treat. Um, but yeah, her zines are like. If I'm the punk end of zines, she's like the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra side of it. Like, her <laughs> zines are classy and perfect and beautiful. Yeah, definitely. I'm so excited. I'm pretty sure if you Google Sydney zine maker, you, you, she'll, she'll come up straight away. Uh, which is basically what I did. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> we also, um, we're also going to have local comics um, creator Louis Joyce, who's done work for IDW and a couple of other cool things. Um, he's super talented and I'm really excited. I hope he's going to have some of his um, new work there. He does a lot of fantasy stuff, which I'm super into. Check out his Kickstarter called Past the Mountain, I think. Mm-hmm. Probably got that wrong. Um, also someone, um, a woman named Lucy Caddy, who um, I just... Re- imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. really liked her zine that I saw at the MCA um, fair, which was really good fun. Um, she did like a sort of colouring book of hilarious Tinder bros. Great. Um, so she'll be selling that, I hope. Um, and we've got a few other people whose names escape me right now. Stacks of stuff on the day. Yeah, heaps of stuff. Of course, that day is the August, August 6th. August 6th at King's Comics. And as well as there uh, being a, uh, a table where you can buy locally produced zines and comics, you'll also be able to uh, save money on a yeah. sale on all independent comics, that is, all comics um, outside of uh, 
Marvel and DC, Image and Dark Horse. So everything else that wasn't published by those big four will be uh, discounted on the day, 25%. Mm-hmm. 25%. Whew, that's huge. I know. And, uh, and uh, yeah, so to talk about independent comics more, we've got um, a fellow Sydney comic podcaster, um, Dodgy. Why, you call, why do they call you Dodgy, Shane? Um, because I dodge spoilers. So when I do my reviews, I try to avoid spoiling the story for, <laughs> for readers. Because Something which we have never no, done. We're, we're <laughs> I try to tell the story with the writer's dignity. Um, so basically not spoil the story, but also make it enticing for readers to check out. Because the thing is, if you spoil the story, there's really no reason to read it, especially for a press release, and especially um, especially in the indie scene, because you want to get the readers to yeah um, to jump on board. And, totally, yeah. I'm, and, I'm, I'm a lot less likely to spoil an indie comic or a creator and comic yeah, than I am like, like, a, like a regular if it's, if it's, superhero title. If it's DC or Marvel, I have no issues. It's yeah. already been spoiled. Or even or even. Um, the Hulk like, died. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or even trashing the story. I have no problems trashing a story by the big two. Uh, but when it comes to indie creators, you've got to keep in mind that this is someone's precious piece of work. And if you're... like, At times I've disagreed with what the um, with the writing or the art, but I also give constructive feedback because you're not going to say, oh, this book is crap. That's just... Whoops. I'm sorry, <laughs> but... <laughs> but but you know hate. what I mean. Like you, you really don't want to go in and say that when it's someone's. No, piece so of work. I totally yeah. agree. Yeah. yeah, you know, you would say, look, you know, you would give some constructive. This, this is what I liked. And then yeah, exactly. It's one thing. Yeah, like the but the also stapling was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but but also too, like you do, you also see some highlights in um, in the creative work. And one of the things I do love, especially around indie comics, is when you go to the conventions, you go to Super Nervous Oz Comic Cons, and you meet the creators. Um, and you can see the passion in their eyes, and you almost feel like, you know, I want to buy all your books. Like last year I went to Oz Comic Con, I spent like $400 on indie comics. Yeah. I had a whole stack. And I was really, and I felt really fulfilled. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Shane, you um, host a, a regular podcast called Flipside Focus, yes. um, which, uh, you know, is part of the Undercover Capes Network, which is mm-hmm. better known for their DC and Marvel focused um, mm-hmm. podcasts, but you do the independent Yeah, absolutely. Podcasts. And I volunteered for that because I wanted to do something for indie comics. Um, so what we do to make it fun, we talk about what's currently out in the market, uh, what indie comics uh, pip readers or view, uh, listeners should read. And also we look at the classic um, indie comics. So we look at comics banned by either Comico or First Comics, for example, The Badger or Nexus, because these are the pioneers of what these current um, creators are making so um, we talk about the the past indie comics as well as the future with the Kickstarter programs yeah. what we're talking about as, as we know 30% of Kickstarter projects might actually happen exactly <laughs> <laughs> if that <laughs> actually one, one, you, one of the creators that's going to be here mm. on the 6th that the fantasy guy yeah yeah Louis What's Joyce he, Louis jo- yes. is, is he, was his Fantasy project was that a Kickstarter comic? Yeah, one it of was. his. I've heard amazing it. things about that. Cool. Yeah, it looks incredible. Right. I yes. really highly recommend that everyone back that I'm because I want to see it in print. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, I thought we could, uh, you know, kill two birds with one stone. Recommend some titles that uh, that that people might want to pick up at a discounted rate, but more importantly, talk about some independent comics that we've really enjoyed over the last few years, or even the first ones that that you got really excited about. Well, um, talk about it, um, Aussie creator uh, Mark Hobby. He did a um, science fiction with a slash of toilet humor. That's our uh, job done. 
Okay. That um, seems like a very classic Australian thing, right? That genre, but with poops in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of toilet humour. Um, doesn't take itself too seriously, which was which was pleasing, but I didn't actually think it was a science fiction book. It, um, I saw the toilet humour first, and then I saw the science fiction side later. Um, but... There are a few um, laugh-out-loud moments, like his enemy's name is... um, What was his name again? It was um, Ryan Gosling instead of Gosling. Um, (laughs) And what does he guzzle? (laughs) Well, he's actually a robot, believe it or not. Okay, right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was just moments (laughs) just like that, and um, you almost just want to scratch your head, but at the same time, it's it's his imagination. but it's written well to an extent that you can kind of feel the character. Um, you can feel the moment. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a bit out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you know, that's part about indie comics is that you don't get everything that is crafted by somebody else. You actually get it who's made by the creator, um, which I really enjoy. Um, oh, if I were to name a few... Another one um, is Trep um, by Patrick Davidson, um, which is a, about a, a professional athlete who um, gets a costume that is made by um, Trep. Is what, what was the, the um, I cannot recall what it stands for, what the acronym stands for, but it's a basically a costume that a guy wears. So Trep is actually a costume, not the person who wears it, and it changes person to person by who wears it. Who put this one out? Uh, Patrick Davidson, based in the US. Do you know the publisher, or is it um, self-published? Self-published, yeah, Self, right. Self-published, so really yes. Really, yeah, because I've ne- ne- everything no, you talked about you, so far. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> no, no, exactly. <laughs> um, and I actually reviewed it for Make Mine Indie, which is uh, published by um, um, Alterna Comics. The um, the the term indie comics for some just mm. just means anything that isn't Marvel or DC. Yeah, um, we've exactly. obviously treated it in quite a broad way. Um, yeah. Without sale, um, but it is it is interesting the sort of like because I mean a lot of people would consider almost like image comics to be indie comics because mm. they're not Marvel or DC and they are creator owned. Um, exactly. So it definitely depends on your definition. Yeah. But I would definitely point anyone towards uh, the Fanographics um, comics, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. classic um, comic makers that probably the first comics that I really really loved when I was younger. Um, I've spoken about it before on the podcast. Weirdly, when I was like, not even before I was a teenager, I was really into Robert Crumb. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a dangerous time to get <laughs> yeah. into Robert Crumb. Um, and then after that, Dan Clowes and, and um, countless other. But I mean, if you want to talk about an incredibly influential and important um, independent comic, um, Love and Rockets, which is like their flagship title, I guess it's been, mm-hmm. it's been ongoing uh, for 30 years now um, by the Hernandez brothers. Have you ever read any of that? No, I have to say I, I haven't. Dude, it, it is the the greatest comic ever written. I have to add it to my list. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's 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 it'll take you you know months to get through it all, but it's so incredible in that it's one of those rare comics that it's the same characters, but they've aged since he started writing it. So oh. the, the characters have aged thirty years in the time that the, the comic's been been written, which is incredibly rare. I can't think Very of any rare. any art form really that's done that. Mm. Yeah. No. No, Absolutely. no one's arguing here. I'm right. The <laughs> ultimate punk is right again. <laughs> so yeah, um, guys, um, creators, the, the, cre- the creative too over over here, John and Andrew. Um, did, were you guys influenced to make your own comics based off of independent comics that you'd read, or was it more a reaction to the opposite of that? Was it you know seeing superhero comics and seeing the art form and realizing what you could do with it instead of what you've been reading? 
Um, the, the ones we I did in high school weren't really influenced by anything in particular, but it was when I got um, someone bought me for my twenty first birthday the um, McSweeney's issue thirteen, I think, which was like a compendium of a lot of indie comics, and it was edited by Chris Ware. Yeah, and that yeah, um, such a good effort. That issue. blew my mind and just uh, kind of allowed me to see what um, what was possible with them, and also. Um, I got. I saw the film American Splendor mm-hmm. about Harvey Pekar doing his comics, and I was doing a lot of um, kind of diary type comics um, after that, which again will not never be seen by the <laughs> public. <laughs> but um, yeah, so so those are the main main two. Awesome, John. Um, <clears throat> um, that's a tough one. Uh, see, I like. It, I think it was just obviously we saw the ad for the zine fair at this is not art and we were like well shit we can do this (laughs) but um i think it was just i mean on top of david rees it was also guys like um uh what's his name the guy that draws jeff roland he draws wigu and um another comic um who are the big three? It was Jeff Rowland who does Wii John Allison who does Scary Go Round. And, and whose um, Bad Machinery is coming out now uh, through Boom, I think. Yeah, which brilliant. means it's discounted. If we have any of the trades in, they will be discounted. <laughs> oh, <Sweet>. nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm super happy that he got that deal with Boom, but at the yeah. same time, he's got other artists doing the doing the pages for him. And his art, like, I just love his art style mm. to death. It's so great that, though, there's such a backlog of his work because he's oh, been yeah. making comics consistently for, like... A million years, yeah, and they're so good. If I'm if I'm bored at work, I'll go back to the start and just because they're all online, which is fantastic. Yeah, and I'll just sit there being like, I'm working. Click, click. <laughs> but um, and then the, the uh, like you said, Love and Rockets before. I would say this is the greatest comic ever made. But Aikwood by Chris Onstad is just so incredible. Um, but oh, it was yeah, yeah but- those three just kind of made me go like, oh shit, these like this is Marvel, this isn't DC. There's no superhero in these. Anyone can make comics. Mm-hmm. I'm anyone. <laughs> I can make comics. <laughs> um, yeah, and then it was just talking to you three and <laughs> getting you to erasing your pencil lines at like one <laughs> in the morning at some share house. Um- I remember one of the web comics you put me onto was Dinosaur Comics. Oh yeah, yes. Oh, oh, I was really surprised you didn't mention Ryan, Dinosaur Comics. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan North, and he's he's now writing the Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, it's um, so cool to did see a bunch like of Adventure Time stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's actually it's like um, another one of my favorite web comics, Doctor McNinja. Like all these, like Chris Ryan Hastings. North from Dinosaur Comics is doing those ones. Um, John Allison is writing for Mar- he's doing some Marvel stuff now. I think. I actually don't know. Maybe. Yeah, but I mean, Chris Hastings is writing for... Chris Hastings is writing, writing for, for that as well. It does feel like all grown up but, a yeah, little bit, you know? But Onstad on keeps it real. He's <laughs> just doing Aquod and he's oh, Is he? He's not even yep. doing... Oh, is he doing Aquod again? He's back, he's back. Aquod's back, you didn't tell me. Wow, oh, this and they're so freaking good. Right, oh. amazing. Um, Have you read um, a three-word phrase? <gasps> yeah, love three-word phrase. Yeah, so I've, got, I've got both of his collections. Um, yeah. There's there's heaps of like that's the thing like guys like three word phrase they they encapsulate that that three panel gag mm. strip so well so funny like three word phrase um we used to get those trades back oh uh, what was what's the name of the guy one of his trades is called secret midnight duck party but I can't <laughs> Casey, anyone Casey yeah. Green is his oh, name yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. yeah um him um chainsaw suit by Chris Straub like. Mm. 
there's so many great gag strips online. Like, I feel shitty. I should be talking about guys who are at the front line of the photography, you know, the photocopier, but all, all <laughs> these, my dudes. These fucking sellouts, putting it on the internet. <laughs> all my dudes rock online. Um, um, and then, of course, um, Kate Beaton as well. Yeah, Kate Beaton. Uh, love Kate Beaton. Who's an oh, incredible cartoonist. I'm, I'm waiting for the day that Marvel announced that they've poached her for something. Well, I know, she's, like, I mean, because she did, she did a couple of um, funny, like, just, oh, she's just the best. I just can't. I love just, her so much. She and she did. Eisner. She for fucking should have. She should have. She should yeah. win all the Eisners. First woman ever to win it. Um, amazing. What was yeah. the sequel to Harker Vagrant? She did that. Uh, Step Aside Pops. Step Aside Pops. Perfect. That's right. Yeah, um, I had a poster of that on my wall when I worked in an advertising agency. Amazing. No one understood it. Because um, <laughs> advertising agencies suck. <laughs> um, but I also... Um, Oh, I totally forgot what I was talking about. Cause I, oh, no, Kate Beaton, she did um, a couple of little funny stories for um, Strange Tales, which was like a series Marvel that Marvel did. Marvel of uh, different indie creators doing... Mm-hmm. Was that the, was that the Craven really funny. one? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Where Craven has to find a date for prom. Yeah. It's just the funniest. She's so funny. And She's and so she brilliant. Black Canary and Spider-Man, but if it was... If it was a man the size of a spider who right. acted mm. like a spider, <laughs> so he's constantly hiding from people and biting people. He's a brown people. recluse spider. Yeah, he's he's like, stop re- looking at me. Brown recluse Spider-Man, that's right. She recently did a bunch of stuff online, very quick sketches of um, her take on Cloak and Dagger. Oh my God, and so In particular, funny. Dagger's ridiculous, co- like, you know, cleavage-heavy <laughs> costume. It's just her tits falling out. Yeah. Right, but best. even, like, above and, above and beyond, like, the superhero stuff she does and the history stuff she does, it generally happens around Christmas, but she'll do diary comics oh God, of, her of her time her at home with her family. Her parents are the cutest people of all time. Yeah. And it's great because it's that really, like, it's not polished. It's really rough sketched and it's literally mm. just, like, photographed on phone. But those, like, she'll collect them afterwards and it'll yeah. be 50 pages of just yeah. fantastic Actually, you just so talking brilliant. about diary comics has triggered my memory of the absolute the creator that I, that really convinced me. Oh, wow, anyone can do this was James Kachalka. Oh, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Who, American who, Elf. American, who did his American Elf comics. Every single day he, he wrote a four-panel comic about something that happened in his life about his family or something mm. dumb he did mm. and uh, yeah they're, they're an incredible read super amazing as is super fuckers yes super which, fuckers is, is which is his superhero comic that's just really messed up and gross yeah, yeah. Um, Shane have you got any last minute like uh, additions of things that have come out recently we keep an eye out for um, what, 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 what did you review most recently on Flipside Focus what did I review recently um, it's a western it's called Oh boy, my memory! Uh, the Last Sheriff by uh, Reckless Hero. So it's a UK-based um, publishing company. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually discovered them on Comicsology. Oh, great! Um, but it's definitely worth a read. It's almost like Brave Star meets Akira. Like <laughs> it's a western with, you know, techno organic. Awesome. Cool. Cool. Definitely. And now, if you, if you want to check out your podcast, where can they find it? Um, Undercovercapes.com or flipsidefocus.com. And you're on iTunes as well? On iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Podbean. All those things. And Siobhan, anything you want to uh, list on the top of your dome of uh, things that we should check out in the, uh, in the, in the sale? Favorite well, indies? If I if I was buying something at the sale. Well, and let's face it, you and probably will. I probably will. Because <laughs> um, it's slightly better than the staff discount. Um, but I would totally use this as an opportunity to buy a whole bunch of big, hardcover, beautiful Euro comics. I mean... Like, if you haven't read Black Sad, <gasps> this is an opportunity to get Black Sad 25% yes, Black Sad. off. Did I and buy my, you a Black Sad comic I've before? got one of them. i got to get the, cool. the rest. And one of my all-time favorites, which I think gets um, overlooked a lot, is 
The Extraordinary Adventures of Adele Blanc-Sec, which is a French-Canadian comic about a Victorian woman, (laughs) about a Victorian woman, um, and she just has like, you know, there's an adventure, she's like a, she's like a female Dita Lumpen, if you listen to the last podcast where I reviewed um, some other amazing Euro comics, it's just kind of like wacky adventures where she finds a pterodactyl and then dealing with that in Victorian London and stuff. And it's amazing. It's the best thing ever. Um, so I would definitely check out that section of the store and find some sweet, sweet hardcovers. Is there a Euro section at King's? Um, well, it's sort of just like the indie shelf where we keep all of the fantagraphics and Euro stuff and stuff that we don't know where else to categorize. Sure. I would also totally pick up some sweet manga because that's going to be on sale. If you've never read Osama Tezuka's um, um, ah, Message to Adolf, which is all Ooh. about Hitler. And isn't that brilliant? Cool. Just <laughs> don't do it. Call that totally off. brilliant. Um, I would definitely check that out. And uh, if you get if you, if you if your whistle is wetted after reading wine cops and you re- want to read more comics about wine, there's a fantastic manga. Oh my god! About yeah, wine. <laughs> um, drops of God is like boosted sales of wine in Japan by like 30% or something ludicrous because everyone just reads manga and it is the most brilliant comic about wine tasting of all it's time like a, it's like a soap opera about it's a wine taster unbelievable it's in- insane it's so fantastic and the scenes where they like describe drinking the wine you're like it's just not like that it's just like yeah. drinking wine it, but like it's brilliant the character will close his eyes and then suddenly behind him will like it will be like, you know, he'll a, be like I'm a in a meadow <laughs> rainforest or, yeah yeah it's brilliant yeah he's like mm, I can taste a butterfly flying through the air I just want to Put in a caveat: Wine cops is not respectful to wine at all. <laughs> it's completely disrespectful to wine. Yeah, John just goes on the uh, on the Wikipedia page for wine, finds a weird <laughs> wine term, and goes bases a comic around it. <laughs> jokes like, you know, what did you do last night? I got Beaujolais. Nice. Like just dumb stuff like that. <laughs> well, you can uh, buy fine comics that include terms like Beaujolais uh, at the King's Comics Zine Fair, which is happening on August sixth at King's Comics, which is three hundred and ten Pitt Street. Um, mm-hmm. John uh, and Andrew, if we can't come, if anyone, someone listening right now can't come on the day, can we find you online somewhere? Oh, um, I've got a Facebook page. I call my comic kind of production thing um, Halloween Alley Comics. So if you go to facebook.com slash Halloween Alley Comics, um, you can find me there. You can like my page and follow up there. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> um, I have a Tumblr that has a bunch of strips on it, the tiltedpage.tumblr.com. And I think I have a big cartel site, the tiltedpage.bigcartel.com, where you can buy issues uh, five through eight of my zine, and I'll send them to you. Um, you can also pick, like, issues one through three are available on the Tumblr as uh, PDFs. So you can print them out yourself, and uh, make sure you print out, like, 70 copies and staple them all together for that real authentic zine feeling. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Awesome. Well, you've been listening to Serious Issues. We'll see you at the uh, Zine Fair if you're in Sydney on the 6th of August at King's Comics. And uh, if you are a Sydney or or Australian or anywhere in the world based uh, uh, creator of your own comics, get in touch with us by sending us an email to seriousissues at kingscomics.com. We'd love to uh, review your comics in the future and Absolutely. point people towards where they can find them. There's no thing better than a self-published work. Um and uh, you can find us online, facebook.com slash serious issues. Um, Siobhan's on uh, Instagram at SiobhanCBG, and I'm at LevDog. If you want to see us make bad jokes and do cool things, actually, or if you just want to see Siobhan do nothing. I do nothing. <laughs> if you want to see me reading comics and hanging out with my siblings, that's about it. And if, uh, if this is the first episode of Serious Issues you've ever listened to, we uh, generally put out a new episode every Tuesday afternoon reviewing mm-hmm. all the brand new comics that come out each week. Cool. Thanks so much to um, our guests, John, Andrew, and Shane. 
Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank and, you very uh, much. Until next time, stay serious. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to catch I'm not on. Doing it. <laughs> <laughs>